As you know, I have been uh, going backwards alphabetically through my uh, through my CDs to kind of weed out some stuff, try to lighten the the stacks a little bit. Things that I've yeah. been listening to in forever, and I've been going. Been Are going you at backwards. W? <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been going backwards. So I actually I started with uh, with. Uh, do I have any? I think I might have some more in Zvon, so I can actually say that I started with Z. Yeah, I was gonna say um, <laughs> like I, I I would fully expect you to have some Zvon. Yeah, I would fully expect. I, I, I don't know. Are you a Zappa guy? Uh, you know, I, I've I have um, dabbled in Zappa. It's it's just that's one where I feel like I have to be. It's like the Grateful Dead. I feel like I have to be in the right headspace to tackle that. Um, and yeah. and I haven't found myself there yet. Um, I'm personally going to jam to some grateful, uh, some dead today because it's Garcia's birthday. Yeah, we are um, we are recording on Jerry Garcia's birthday. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm sorry, you uh, were. Oh see, yeah, so uh, I, I'm getting. I'm I'm in the. Uh, I, I'm in. Oh, the one essence. more question though oh, yeah. about your layers. Yes. Um, X. Oh, XTC. Oh, okay. Yeah. And X. Yeah. I have X as well. So yes. <laughs> um, they they take care of that. Um, mm. I think that I, I'm pretty sure that I have at least one thing for every letter of the alphabet. <laughs> we've been, um, it's funny that you bring this up because we've been trying, Beckett, my oldest kid, is, we're trying to learn him his ABCs again because he done lost it because school sure or lack of school um so i've been trying to have him think of dinosaurs oh a dinosaur at sorts of each letter mm. and um it gets a little um hard to do um like with the h's and i's and uh g's h's and i's i don't know it's hmm. so my uh kristen bought him uh abc dinosaurs thing that we're gonna hang up in his room probably over the weekend gotcha um but uh anyway i'm sorry i keep interrupting i keep making this about me this is about you and your record collection no that's that's cool man i i don't care that's it's whatever it's about us it's a it's a it's a, a document i care jared i care <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i i, I am it's you know, I, I, it, when you get to a, a point where you have as much music as I do, um, there there are artists that you just frequently, you know, that that, that you go a long time between visits, right? Um, like I had just re-listened to all of Talking Heads because I got to the T's, and um, and I hadn't, I really hadn't listened to them in a long time. Um, oh, and, so what's your favorite album then? Oh, of Talking Heads, yeah. Um, you know, I want. I think Little Creatures is my favorite album. Really? Yeah, that's a bold choice. Um, I was listening um, to that one, uh, and I, there's not a bad track on there. You know, I mean, I 
I mean, the obvious answer is like Remain in Light. Um, oh, I personally yeah. like Fear of Music. Um, like the obvious, I guess. I guess the the safe answer is Remain in Light. Um, speaking in tongues, I think it's because it was such a big hit. Yeah, it's, it's overlooked. Well, it's got some great great tracks on there too i mean they didn't mm-hmm. really i i don't know I, I don't think that they really have a, a dud necessarily i i actually even really like um uh naked you know yeah i suppose of all of them that's the one i probably like the least though i i mean it's got nothing but flowers on yeah. there um it's got i i think that one has democratic circus on it yes it um, does. yeah which I like a lot. I mean, totally, just, totally uh, naked is great. Um, and, and Mr. Jones, Mr. Like Jones, Mr. Jones, yeah, all, yeah, it's a good opener. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. Um, but um, Little Creatures. Uh, I'm trying to think of what was the big single off of Little Creatures. Well, and there's um, Stay Up Late is on there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Let's see. Because I don't want to. I I th- I think there were actually a number of hits that were on there. Um, Road to Nowhere is on there. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. So is uh. Let's see. Okay, so let's go. And and she was opens it. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I I love Creatures of Love. It's great. Um, lady, don't mind. Stay up late. Yeah. Television man. Uh, and road to nowhere. Um, I think true stories. Is, I mean, true stories is probably the probably just the weakest one, just because it has um. That's the one with um, with the song with the advertising jingles. I uh, love oh, for yeah. sale, which is fine. That one's fine. I, I mean, I like it, but it's just one of those. Why? Just why are we doing this? Like, it fits in perfectly with the movie, um, but as like a standalone track, it's just like. Uh, but it also does have people like us, mm-hmm. um, which I enjoy the hell out of. Um, and um, the John Goodman version, if you can find it, is also lovely. <laughs> um, but um, again, I, I, I mean, there's a wrong answer um, to the question. I guess I am. Um, I personally am a. Um, I'm personally a fear of music guy. Um, because of the you know the one. Well, I mean, remain light too. Um, but I just like the way um, I like how he lyrically everything is like he questions everything, whether it's cities, um, like air, drugs, like it's a pretty naive look at modern society at the time um, for um, um, for that time um, and the Eno and Izembra mm-hmm. 
is on there too. That's such a like a good track. Remain Light, I think, is great too because it has the great curve. Yeah. Um, and they're like those two together. I mean, especially with the as the you know too, as you say, like there's not like a dud on either of those. Um, but again, this is just like my opinion. Uh, <laughs> so um, the um, some more songs about buildings and food is really good. They're all good. Like, yeah. I think. Um, I think after I had, I'm reading, I'm reading Chris Francis, surgery, Chris Francis bio, and we're reading a lot of interviews leading up to it with him. Um, and the and he the thing that keeps coming up is like when they did Remain in Light, they took the credit away. Uh, Eno and Byrne took the credit away from the rest of the band. Oh, really? And that took that caused a big rift. Um, sorry to cause the rift between them. In fact, it's been, I think at some point, I'm not sure if it was Byrne or France who mentions it, like they say, like we were going to quit the band. Um, and that's how Tom Tom Cup kind of got started. Mm. Um, and I think like after that point, I think it just became Burns thing. Um, and just the tension between them started to grow. And um, I think that's when maybe they kind of start losing a little bit of footing. But I mean, it's still like none of it's bad. None of it is like horrible at all. There's no. I can't think of, I legit cannot think of, other than Love for Sale, I legit cannot think of like a bad, a truly bad Talking Heads song. Like, they're just interesting experiments. Um, Yeah, I mean, there are some that I think are, you know, when you have some strong standouts right next to them where they're they're a little weak. Um, mm -hmm. But overall, it's, uh, they are, you know, we're we're uh, if you haven't heard of this little band called Talking Heads, then <laughs> yeah, that was uh, they're you, kind of a, you should I check mean, it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny too. Um, I've been I just finished W. Harry's memoir. Mm. Uh, I'm starting Francis, um, so I'm kind of like on this like late early mid late seventies punk thing going, you know, New York going on. And it just it makes me want to visit, like go there and just hang out with like all these interesting characters who I've like never heard of. You would need a DeLorean as well because none yeah. of it exists anymore. <laughs> well a lot of these people are still alive, but like the like the art that they they made like has can like reverberated for decades. Not yeah, but the, heads, the, like, the places don't exist. The I mean, the right, CBGBs isn't around anymore. The um, atmosphere of the city has certainly changed. Yeah, like there's just um, there's stuff that Harry just W. Harry describes that just like I know do not does not exist, um, like in any capacity. It sounds filthy and horrible, and um, also like wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people talk about how 
the how exciting this you know is dangerous and exciting at the same time and how it's mm-hmm. it's been gentrified and um yeah. you know should we introduce the show before uh we continue talking about your worker collection oh yeah sure you uh you're you're listening to what the fork on uh <laughs> on your favorite podcast network <laughs> <laughs> i'm jared i'm jason Live from the Hoon Wall Studios in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find Jason at Jason E. Kyle, K E I L, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And you can find uh, Mr. Duran at LTD underscore engagement on the Twitter. Drop the underscore like it's hot on the Instas. And then and we've you can have. Got- yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's try to say it at exactly the same time. <laughs> no, you, you take over uh, there, Mister Microphone Man. Uh, what the Fork Pod at Gmail dot com. If you want to drop us a line, um, at What the Fork Pod on socials, and mm-hmm. um, you can support by uh, hitting the donate button on the podcast or um, by being a patron of hoot and waddle by going to patreon.com slash hoot and waddle and you can become a sustaining member there give jared some money we're like pbs um well you're not giving jared the money you're giving the company the money exactly you're give basically you're you're gonna uh give us money to publish some books next year yeah um we're we're gonna need some reading material guys yeah and uh and pay for some of the podcasting stuff too. But anyhow, um, so yeah, no, uh, anyway, I was, I, I have, uh, kind of as sailing backwards through the S's, um, and, uh, um, you know, just a, a quick pit stop on this journey. Uh, I, I find, um, Sting's album, the soul cages to be fantastic. Oh yeah. That's because, um, he recruited a wonderful group of musicians to help him make that album wonderful. That is Sting's one big strength is he knows he knows how to find the best people to make the songs that he writes the best, sound the best. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly got some embarrassing moments in his career, I think. But um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, those you know, those first three solo albums, that Dream of the Blue Turtles and Nothing Like the Sun and and the Soul Cages. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Ten Summoners Tales is 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 pretty solid. Um, Ten Summoners Tales is probably my favorite Sting album, though. Um, Mercury, um, Mercury Falling, I I think it's what it's called. Um, it has some really good ones too i kind of stopped um, listening to him after 10 cylinders tales though i would say go one more album i think it's yeah it's mercury mercury falling um it's very um it's got some nice little alt country type songs oh in it. interesting well yeah it's, check that out. it's not bad um i always tell the story i'm pretty sure i've told this on the podcast before, because why won't I? It's a good story. <laughs> um, I think it was about 13 years ago. Um, the police got back together 
Yeah. And I went to, and I went to go see them um, in St. Louis. Uh, and Sting would attempt to do bass solos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm in the nosebleeds, uh-huh. like in, in the Scotts Trade Center in St. Louis. And I could immediately pick up on why this band broke up because <laughs> um, that um, spiky hair bastard is an arrogant prick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, w- when you've got the, the virtuosos, uh, you know, on guitar and, and drums, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> like, no wonder, like, no wonder Andy and Stewart were just like, say, like, just gave him the finger. It's just, <laughs> and you could, like, it was becoming like the tension between them during like songs is just like ridiculous. Like, you could see it, like, I could see it just from three floors up. Were, like, was just, uh, Elvis and the Imposters opening for them on that tour? No, it was actually Sting's kid. Oh, um, who I've actually he's been doing, um, and he's been doing Bowie. Uh, he's been traveling with a Bowie tribute, a really good Bowie tribute, too. I've seen him do that too. Um, I forget his name. Uh, his last name's Sumner, and that's. Um, but I'm trying to remember what his first name is, and it escapes me. Hmm. I, um, I don't remember exactly the name of his son's band's name either. They were okay. Um, but he's when I've seen him in a Bowie tribute, he was really good um, huh. as a performer and a singer. And it's um, he doesn't have any of that arrogance like his dad has. Um, and I like Sting just fine. Um, it's just like he's um, it's just like he's the guy from Dune <laughs> all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just play your bass, sing your songs. I mean, he's a good songwriter. I I I, I love him, but let the two let the two adults do their thing. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, um, just because like. I love Stuart Copeland and I love Andy Summers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so their their songs on police records are just amazing um, and just weird and wonderful. Um, but I'm sorry, we're back to your your back on the S's. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the S's take hitting, a long time because you're hitting some you're hitting some good bands here for me. Well, you know, the, the S's are going to take a long time because a huge chunk of of my collection there is Squeeze and Springsteen. So right. um, I, I can pretty much safely skip over those bands, though. It's like I hit those bands that um, I know that I will never part with any of any of the CDs that I own from them, especially, you know, with with those artists where I'm collecting every B-side and all that kind of thing and things that are just never going to I, I will never find on a streaming service or, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, a lot of those things were just were never issued on vinyl either. Um, 
but uh, you know, the band that I assumed I was gonna, I, I was totally ready to hit this band and be like, you know what, I, I probably am not gonna hang on to these anymore. Um, and every time I listen to them, and they always, I'm always surprised by how much I love their music is Steely Dan. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You actually thought for one moment of selling your CD, your Steely Dan CDs? Yeah. You know, just, I, I was like, you know what? I, I hardly ever listen to these. And, uh, you know, why? I don't remember why I, I thought I was into Steely Dan. But then, then I, I put them on and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why. Because they're fucking awesome. Like, what <laughs> other than they've somehow have gone the label of yacht rock right that's why that's why it took me so long to get into them and there's the michael mcdonald connection too um oh. and <laughs> you and naftal i swear <laughs> i just i've like, never liked michael mcdonald Oh my gosh! Like y'all gotta let go. Um, <laughs> seriously, like I think I saw it the other day. Someone posted a live performance of "Well Fool Believes" by the Doobies the other day, and mm-hmm. I'm like, and I said, like, this is legit, like the best song. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is like it's a good song, and um, um, like they just for someone like you were talking earlier about Zevon, like they just got this way to like this turn of phrase with their mute, like with their lyrics that just makes California and New England just sound like the most depressing places on earth. <laughs> Um, I, the desperation and these songs, especially in Asia, um, like Deacon Blues, I just can't go over yeah, it. Deacon Blues is great. You know what, though? I, I am very firmly in the camp of my favorite album of theirs is Katie Lied. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, again, no wrong answers here. Um, I would go, I like Pretzel Logic, um, a lot. Well, that's um, so. I found that I have a couple of holes in there. I don't have Royal Scam, and I don't have Pretzel Logic. Okay, and um, the first one can't buy a thrill. Can't buy a thrill. I think you can skip. I mean, if you, if you have a best of comp, you're you're fine. But I think Pretzel Logic, um, and Royal Scam are definitely must haves um, for your for your collection. Um, again. Um, it's interesting too. Um, again, going back to like side conversations, um, I just also finished the sixteen nineteen podcast, mm. and on one of the episodes, they traced Steely Dan and Yacht Rock um, to plantation music. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, um, which I mean, as someone who's taken courses on african-american music and you know occasionally writes about music for a living or you know writes about music um it it wasn't like a like it's obvious like they 
they stole they 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 were influenced by jazz and oh yeah yeah um for sure i mean so if the, you just listen to walter becker's bass that's i mean right huge, exactly huge jazz influence but like um even the way someone they even like talk about how the way Kenny Loggins will emphasize a note. Um, it's very much in the style of like a Motown singer. Mm, um, yeah. And it's very clearly, um, or a soul singer. And it's very clearly like a reference to this, um, you know, this R and B that, you know, eventually, you know, white males wind in music industry were like I were influenced by it and then did not give anyone credit for right. <laughs> for doing. Um you were talking a couple episodes ago about um Tweedy Jeff Tweedy's reparations. Yeah. This episode definitely makes the case for that. Um like just how they trace someone like Robbie Dupree, this one hit yacht rock wonder. <laughs> um and even Hall Notes. Oh um, yeah. Hall Notes have a heavy Motown yeah. influence on them. Like they they're called Blue Eyed Soul for a reason. Yeah. Like it's like it, it definitely makes a case of like um we've been taking this music like music has been lifted, taken and people have not been compensated for it. Um, anyway, it got, um, it's got really serious real fast. <laughs> it um, did. That's, yeah, you um, know, to, to bring us back to my music collection, I was, uh, yeah, I have all of those Mavis Staples albums that Jeff Tweedy produced and, uh, Oh, so good. Yeah. Pretty stellar stuff. Mm. I mean, this is the weekend that La Palooza would be happening. And I saw Mavis Staples at La Palooza. Uh, God, like a decade ago, and Tweedy came out and played uh, nice. for a few songs, and she just lo- like loved him. Yeah, just, in the like, liner notes, she talks about him and his family being her family. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they they obviously struck up a pretty tight bond. Um, yeah, and receiving thinking too. Um, this was um, the weekend. Like uh, that, I first heard the suburbs by Arcade Fire live. Even and I was like, oh, I just remember how that whole album, like that, just blew me away. Like just the whole yeah. thing. Um, man, um, I miss live music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear you. I missed ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, going to Lollapalooza, I miss a lot of things. It's a well, shame you know, that my last ten years ago we had a good president. Yeah, uh, it's a, <laughs> and weren't ashamed to be uh, from the United States. So, yeah. um, ten years ago was a good time for music. I can't believe that my last festival I caught Rufus Du Soul <laughs> uh, uh, concert where I'm kind of. Surprised I did not get COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here we are talking about talking over a computer. Uh, yeah. Shit. I guess we got a show to talk about. Yeah. 
We're nearing the end too. This about, is uh, episode about, eight. I know. Uh, so um. So yeah, we've, it, we've it, got two more episodes after this, right? There are only ten episodes in the first season, and we mm-hmm. have no announcement yet for season four of uh, of The Good Place on Netflix. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I know it's not going to be on Peacock right now. Um, I I've been I've been looking. Um, so I mean, we're probably I think season three dropped in late August. Um, oh. So we might have to do another hiatus show in there somewhere. Um, yeah. uh, the, that, uh, what's that one show I always forget the name of that also um, starts with a U that also has an afterlife theme. Uh, I do not know. Damn it. We talk about it in our interview. <laughs> Which, if you want uh, to, you can read by going to yabyumwest.com. Yeah. Let, us, let us know what song we were talking about. <laughs> what show we were talking show. about. Um, I'm going to find it real quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't have any access to Matt about you or anything, so I can't tell you how much I hate that. <laughs> um. But uh, again, like this, um, this episode uh, still um, good stuff. I I like this episode a lot. Um, let's see. I think he liked it more than me. I didn't hate it. Well, it'll be interesting I, to find out. I I think I might. Well, I kind of hmm. Maybe. We'll we'll get into it. Um, let's see. I want to find the name of that. Show. Oh, undone. 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 That's it. I'd yeah. be down for that. So maybe we can check that out. Um, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty genius, actually. Um, and it's done. It was created by the same people who did Bojack Horseman. Okay. Yeah. Um. If, like, and how many episodes are there? I think there's just ten of that too. Okay, I, I, I we can discuss that more about the off mic, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Good. We'll figure. We'll yeah. f- no, no worries, folks. Yeah, fork buddies. We'll find something to talk well, about. Yeah, I mean, we can just do. Uh, we can go through Steely Dan albums. Uh, <laughs> clearly, but, clearly, we. Oh, can. um, but um, something we should talk about since our um, since our show does revolve around another show called The Good Place. Yes. Well, um, first, um, it's funny, uh, uh, a reference, a running joke on the show, um, is on, regarding the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Um, the, uh, Adam Scott or the Scott's, um, Scott and Scott, um, uh, comedy bang bang guy. Um, yes. Uh, Scott. Ackerman. Ack- yeah, exactly. Ackerman. They were doing, going to do a, uh, are you talking Red Hot Chili Peppers to me? They did one episode. And then they changed a, to Talking Heads. Yeah. Um, which I thought was um, probably part of the joke. <laughs> Just like a, a one episode joke. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I, I find that kind of interesting. I, I had started listening to their podcast. I was I was actually really enjoying their discussion of, of uh, U2, which is a band I'm kind of lukewarm on. Um, you know, I, I like some of their stuff, 
but I think that's another one that I just kind of dismissed uh, out of hand. I think we've talked about this before. Just kind of dismissed yeah. as them, you know, being they were they were just everywhere for a while. Um, and and I remember liking you know quite a few of their songs. I have a you know I have a copy of the Joshua Tree record, and I think I've got um, I think I've got Under the Red Sky too. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So it's interesting though how that goes, where you kind of hear people discussing a band, and and maybe we've done that for somebody who was on the fence about Steely Dan here today. Yeah, uh, we've maybe. we've uh, we've turned so them on it. So if we made you a Dan fan, <laughs> <laughs> a fan of the Dan, fan uh, of the Dan. Right, at what the fork pod at gmail dot com. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's. Um, but also. Um, we got a whole bunch of Emmy noms. Uh, not we, you and I. Um, we didn't. Did you submit the podcast no. to the uh, the Academy of Voters? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the show that we talk about normally. Yes, I saw um, the Good Place got got quite a few nominations, including our girl Darcy Carden. Well deserved, uh, by the way. Our boy, our boy Ted. Um, also, yeah, has has he he hasn't won for the Good Place yet, has he? I don't believe so. They, I mean, they both deserve it. The, the, mm-hmm. their performances are outstanding. Do you know? Did Maya Rudolph get anything for her? her she did guest appearance. She, she got nominated for a guest appearance. I think. Ah, she. Oh, let me, um, let me bring it up real quick. I have, I had, um, I had them up, um, in preparation for today, and then then we started um, talking about Steely Dan and Talking Heads. Yeah, and then. Uh, looking for things i i I put them away Uh, something happened so um well bear with me for just a moment and uh you um you fill i'll fill time uh with you know bringing up our our new segment uh come on disney what the fuck yeah Um, um so um yeah what's uh what's what the fuck disney uh you know so my my most recent thing with with come on Disney, what the fuck is uh, is the uh, you know a lot of uh, announcements have been made regarding um, you know things getting pushed back due to uh, to you know to COVID and all that kind of thing. But there are some are things. Upset? Are you upset that you haven't been able to watch the new Mulan yet? Um, the li- I I don't you know I haven't seen any of these live action versions of of animated films. Um, uh, although I heard Jungle Book was was pretty good, but mm-hmm. um, I, I I just I haven't seen them. And uh, but they they've got Black Widow ready for us, and they could bring some much needed you know uh, relief during these dark times by by you know giving us the black widow film they've got a platform for it and they're just hanging on to it until it can get a theatrical release i i'll tell you what i'm never happy to wait for that one i that's something i think i need to see in a theater and i'll be i'm not terribly excited for that one because i don't know how it just because i don't know how it fits into whatever their new phase is well, I I'm think curious. that it's. I think it's like it's one of the palate cleansers, if you will, because it's got to be a, mm-hmm. a, a flashback 
there's no because she died. She died in Endgame. Yeah, right. And but at the same time, I have a feeling that it's supposed to set something up for um, the next phase. Which um, what what are they tackling now? Is that the well, Captain Marvel Secret kind of Invasion or something? Yeah, I think they're doing Secret Invasion. Okay. Um, and this is, of course, I only know about this through like clickbait and sure. Um, I, I I don't know jack shit about Secret Invasion and I think they tell me it's good. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I. I mean, I don't get me wrong. If Black Widow magically came on Disney Plus, I'd watch the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, and having seen something clearly meant for a big screen like Greyhound, and being underwhelmed by it, probably partially due to the fact that I watched it on my uh, television set. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, rather than a, a big screen, like um. I, I think that's something I need to see. I need to see a Florence Pugh, on you know, on a big screen, um, <laughs> uh, doing her thing. I think I need to see um, the sheriff from Stranger Things with a beard and a Russian accent on a big screen. Um, yeah, and I, I think, um, and I'm more than willing to wait for it if I can see it safely with other people. Um, eh, I don't, it's going to be, I mean, there's, I, I, the whole, I, th- I, I, as much as I miss going to see movies, as much as I miss going to see music, um, it's, it's, they've still got a long way to go to make, toward making me personally, you know, and I, I know that I'm their target audience for making people feel safe. Um, mm-hmm. but it's going to be. It's basically going to take a vaccine to feel safe going out to these things. Yeah, me too. I mean, and I mean, if and it's not so much that I'm, you know, I'm not worried. It's other people. Other people are out yeah. there not wearing their masks and not being responsible, and it makes it it ruins it for the rest of us. That's all I I'm think, saying. People, I think, you're uh, the worst. and I think, I think after this week, I think the message has been hit home. I, you're always gonna have your, you're always gonna have your dum dum who thinks a mask is some form of mind control or something. Yeah, but I think the message has been kind of hit home in the last month that this isn't going away. Did um, you see Brian Cranston announce that he had had it? Yeah, he and um, Leah Dunham and a few other people announced they had it. Yeah. And, um, what not to make it like a political, what blows my mind is all the people who like were at that Tulsa rally. Oh, yeah, Trump, who like there's that guy who led this right wing think tank, uh, who one day was mocking people for wearing masks and then the next day died. Yeah, um, and Kermin Kane. Uh, and I mean, and it's funny is that uh, being a baseball fan that I am, I've been watching for the last week, and it's gonna go. And I'm pretty sure, like after the weekend, baseball is gonna stop again. Oh, really? Be- yeah, because the Marlins went 
someone from the Marlins went to a strip club in Georgia, caught it, and 12 people on the team tested positive. Wow. And then over the, and I'm a Brewers fan. Um, and then there, the Cardinal, St. Louis Cardinals were supposed to play the Brewers. And two Cardinals fans tested positive because supposedly one of them went to a casino. Wow. Um, and it's going to take a vaccine for me to feel comfortable going out without a mask. And it's going to... Not even just going out without uh, a going mask. Out, like just going period, yeah. to a gathering uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I haven't been feeling my best this week. And part of me thinks that I... Like just because I, I get, you know, I, I thought for a second maybe I caught it, and just because that's the way I think. Did you go get tested? <laughs> no, I didn't, because I'm not coughing and I'm not sneezing, or I'm not doing anything. I don't go out often enough where I think I'm doing anything. I think it's just stress because the. Uh, CARES Act didn't get extended and I got turned uh, a job I applied for and went through a month of jumping through hoops to try to get it. Um, they went with someone else, which normally wouldn't bother me um, if it didn't happen like this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, like on the shitty week. Um, and I just, I'm, uh, so I'm stressing out and needlessly and I get scared. Just, I'm like, you know how Marin talks about like he gets tested like every day cause he thinks he has it. And he yeah. Well, I mean the, the stress and certainly depression have physical uh, yeah. manifestations. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what's happening to me. I think is yeah. that I'm, manifesting it in myself because I'm stressed out about work, which we're fine. Like, like we're fine, but I just, yeah. Um, my brain's not functioning on <laughs> my occasionally has lapses in reason. <laughs> no, I, um, I get you, man. I mean, I've definitely, you know, and it's, I can't, it's rough. Well, and with the heat, I can't even take the boys outside. Yeah. Because it's already 100 degrees when they wake up. And I just, it's, this week's just been, it's been hard on me and the and the kids. And I'm sure on Kristen too. Anyway, that was Jason's personal, <laughs> Jason's personal corner. <laughs> um, which somehow we segged our way in from what the fuck, Disney. <laughs> It's come on Disney, what the fuck? It's you need come a, on, Disney. you need to come on, come on, come on Disney, come on. what the fuck? We need, uh, you know, I listen to these podcasts that uh, their 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 devoted following uh, creates um, sound cues for them, basically. And yeah. I love our listeners. Anybody who continues to listen to this is a plus in my book. Um, but I, I am wondering when yeah. when some ingenious listener out there is going to step up and and you know take a couple of our our bits here and uh, turn them into 
delightful sound cues. Um, yeah. You know, so if you're, I'm just saying, just throwing that if out you're, there. If you're one of our two listeners, um, <laughs> we have that would be... two listeners. If we only had two <laughs> listeners, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Actually, if you're, I can count five. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't watch the metrics. I keep an eye. I on know it. you have access to this. I don't, and yeah. that's perfectly. And I'm, I'm, I'm I, telling I'm, you, we're good enough, we're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like us. Yeah, and and if those people that like us are also talented, which why wouldn't they be? They listen to us. Yeah, and um, they, which automatically means they're super smart. Yeah. Um, they, if they have the means, um, we're down for some sound cues. Um, just, you know, what the fork are, what the fork at gmail.com man. what the fork pod at gmail.com. What the fork pod at gmail.com. You man. can go back and um, listen, you know, to, uh, 45 minutes ago, roughly to when we, uh, intro the show. <laughs> oh, there, there's right. this one. There's this one musical intro that someone made for Marin that I wish he would use uh, more often. I know he doesn't anymore. Uh, it's like this harmonic where they just go, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Da, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I, 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 if someone put that on vinyl, I'd buy that. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyway, uh, good segue. Nominations, which which I don't have one, but if I did, it would go there. Uh, wh- who who got nominated for the good place? Um, oh, so I uh, got nominated for a standing comedy series, standing lead actor uh, Ted Danson, uh, supporting actor uh, William Jackson Harper, nice. Um, supporting actress uh, Darcy Carden, uh, guest actress Maya Rudolph. Um, Outstanding short form comedy or drama series, The Good Place presents the selection. I'm not sure exactly what that is. Hmm. Um, and outstanding writing for a comedy series, and that's the, I believe, the finale episode. Whenever you're ready. Let me see. Oh, but uh, yeah, they they done did, it. Uh, and I expect a sweep. <laughs> So no nod for Kirsten, Kirsten Bell, huh? No, uh, nothing for Kirsten. Um, but um, which is kind of a shame. Um, I'm wondering who did get nominated because I'm. Um, I'm looking that up now. Um, because I'm I'm curious. But I was happy to see. Um, so we need to probably see this and 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 see what it's about, and maybe do a mini episode on it because the Good Place presents a selection is a short that we haven't seen, or that I haven't okay. seen at least. Maybe we have, and we just don't know it. Oh, but here's who um, here's who Kristen Bell will have had to go up against: um, Christina Applegate and Dead to Me, uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Or Brosnahan uh, for Miss Maisel, Isa Ray for Insecure, um, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, uh, Linda Carlini for Dead to Me, and um, the great Catherine O'Hara in Shit's Creek. <laughs> um, that's a pre stacked. Um, that is. 
that's a pretty stacked uh, list of people. And um, uh, fun fact, uh, I was um, uh, I was uh, three months. I, I'm now three months or so old when I found out that Tracy Ellis Ross was Diana Ross's daughter. Oh wow! No kidding. Yeah. I, I was wondering why she's in that movie, The High Note. Um, and I was wondering, like, why is the really cool wife from Blackish uh, in this movie about singing? Um, and then, I mean, she was, obviously she can sing for the preview. Um, and then um, I realized that um, it's um, hereditary. <laughs> oh. Because huh. her mom be Diana Ross. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, um, that's our. Um, I, I don't think uh, Upload got nominated for anything. That didn't deserve anything. I mean, it's definitely uh, getting better, but it didn't deserve anything. Do, who? Uh, uh, who's? Who's? Uh, what's the full list for the the outstanding comedy? Uh, what's? What are they up against? Um, let me see. Um, since you asked. And no, we we definitely need to to go through this. Um, there, uh, it looks like a series of web shorts. Um, um, so for twenty twenty, um, oh yeah, this is pretty stacked too. Um, the ones for best comedy series are dead to me, um, which. Kristen really likes. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen like episodes here and there. It looks really good. Um, Insecure, uh, Schitt's Creek, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, uh, I watched this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it was just kind of okay. Um, how dare you, sir? I got better. <laughs> it did get better, but it had a rough start. Um, how dare you, sir? But I think you can... I, I, I welcome any uh, I welcome your comments on the Kaminsky method that was nominated again. Really? That's not yeah. that's not deserving. I mean I you know the thing is that the performances of Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas, especially when they're together, are delightful. But the mm-hmm. show's just run of the mill. It's it's Well it's a meh. Chuck Lorre joint, right? Yeah. Exactly and it's like, meh. Yeah, Basically I, if it were anybody who was who was less talented than those guys, it would be a terrible show. They got I mean, good talent, uh, and, you know, of course, you know, they got the great Paul Reiser in there for this last season, too. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it, you know, the... the That's it, fine. <laughs> the, there are some great scenes with Michael Douglas and, and Paul Reiser. Um mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, there there are great moments with those actors, but if it were if it were, I don't know, name some like run of the mill. Uh, if it were, you know, a, 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 like a B team of actors, I, I don't know who the the uh, B version of of Alan Arkin is, but. Um, it, it would probably be like the workaholics guys or something. I mean, they're no, kind of know. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, meh. what was the very first series that you mentioned? Oh, uh, dead to me. It's Christina Applegate. And, um, Oh, is that a Netflix one? I don't think I've seen that. It's one. It's Netflix one. 
it's from all I hear and from what Kristen tells me, it's a it's a good show. Hmm. Uh, there's still more, um, by the way. Oh, um, uh, there's Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, that was uh, that was a uh, nice season. Uh, good place, of course, and what we do in the shadows, which I love the movie. Need to watch the show. Yeah, same. I haven't watched the show yet. Um, I'm curious why you th- think that this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm was so deserving. I just like arguing with you. Um, oh, okay. I, I haven't seen it. Um, oh, well I, then, psh, what, what the fuck are you talking about then? Dude, um, Larry David, I'm sorry, uh, Larry David is still in my mind an untouchable comedy genius um, who occasionally says and does stupid things. Um, He's good. But, I mean, and I, you know, I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's more, okay. It's just, but it's not, yeah. it's, I'm, you know, it, now that I'm thinking about it though, with the exception of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and the good place, I, you know, and I haven't, I haven't seen, who else was on there? Was Shit's Creek on there? Did you say that one? Shit's Creek is on there. Okay, and I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that, it. so I can't judge it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the last season. That doesn't count on Netflix till October. Okay. Well. Anyway, but um, I, I, I the whole point of this discussion, I think, mm-hmm. though, is that um, really we're the reason that the Good Place got its recognition this year. So, but then how, why is Kaminsky method on, on this list? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. I can't. I just, um, there, I, there are definitely much more deserving comedies out there. Like why wasn't I, glow glow is a much, much better show than the Kaminsky method. Yeah. I, um, is that nom? Is it, did they count that as a drama? Cause I think it's, it's more of a comedy than a drama, but um, I I don't know. Well, did last season Glow qualify? Like, because did is it came out last year? I'm just trying to remember when it came out. Because it may have been the season before. Didn't it? I thought it came out earlier this year. Didn't it? Or was it the um, end of last year? Uh, let me once again go to the interwebs. Um, and. You can fill out. Uh, this is now you can do your Paul Reiser tribute. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 form a Paul Reiser tribute band where all we do is uh, is is the uh, Mad About You theme song, which he co-wrote with Don. You can Was. do Paul Reiser corner. Just do Paul Reiser corner. Um, talk oh about, well, I saw he was in uh, Horse Face, um, um, or Horse Girl. That's what I mean. Not horse face, horse girl, which oh, with um, uh, Alison Brie. Yeah, Alison Brie. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I plan to. You know, uh, uh, I watched Palm Springs last night. Um, oh, what did you think? I loved it. I thought it was it's so good. fantastic. Yeah. Um, it just, it, you know, it's the there are elements of it it's it that are nothing new but i thought it was very smartly written and the performances were great um <laughs> my my JK only issue, Simmons in it is so good yeah my my only issue with um 
that show or, or that would with, with that um and maybe it was designed this way and probably cover your ears if you haven't watched Palm Springs yet. Is oh, yeah. That, spoiler alert for Palm Springs. Well, it's not really a big spoiler, but they focus on so much more on every other character on the show, especially um, the Christina Malati character, mm-hmm. who's by far the most interesting character in the movie. And cute as a fucking button, by the way, too. I'll take your. I I, I can't. I think I can't. I can't agree with you and not get in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my Allison Brie crush. Uh, I, 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 um, is well known in many circles. <laughs> um, so I think you can get away with um, um, saying Chris. Uh, anyway, um, but. Um, they don't focus on Andy, uh, Andy's character. Like uh, I know nothing I, at the end of the movie. I knew nothing. Still know nothing about him. There were some elements of that that I found irritating. Um, the fact that he, you know, he doesn't. She tries to get some more information out of him, but he doesn't remember what he did before the time loop. That seemed a little odd. I was discussing yeah. the, the person I watched that with. Um, I was discussing it with her afterwards. And that I didn't, I, that particular, in particular stuck out to me because, mm. you know, I mean, who doesn't remember what they did for a living? It's just, no matter how much time goes by, you remember your jobs, you know, the jobs that you've had, even if only vaguely. Yeah. And that's the thing I just kind of found to be troublesome. Like the, the, I don't know any reason why she should be with him. It was, like, yeah. I mean, it was interesting from a standpoint of, um, you know, you kind of expect the focus to be on his character. Uh, and it basically from the moment that the that her character gets pulled in, um she is the most interesting part of the of the of the movie um mm-hmm. and you know really ends up being the catalyst for everything she's the one who decides that it that she's going to break out of the time loop and does spends her you know instead of wasting her time she um d- goes and does all the research and everything so mm-hmm. you know I, that I actually kind of liked about it. It basically it left it left Andy Samberg to be just the uh, the uh, uh, kind of lovable Jake Peralta type. Yeah, and it, in a way, it's good because I mean, he the fo- it's her story anyway. Yeah, it, it is her. The movie is about her. She is the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. Are of this movie, um, but I would have liked to kn- like knowing something else about him, like what he did for a living. Um, like I, there's the aside that like the guy who owns the shooting range is her dad. Is his dad? dad? Yeah, I, I think he just did that so he could get the truck. <laughs> yeah, like I just like again, like it's it's fine, like it's 
And that was my only, that's literally my only complaint. Yeah, there's um, there's not much to him. Um, and that's the thing. Like, it's also the thing. Like, there isn't much to this guy, and yet somehow he's perfect for her. Yeah. Well, and you you learn more about Roy, the J.K. Simmons character, than you do about about the Andy Samberg character, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I that was interesting. I like that um, the thing at the end um, when. This when is, he goes, that would be a real spoiler, but yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, not the thing at the end, but um, there was a scene between them when they're at his house. Yeah, I just. Yeah, is, <laughs> it's pretty delightful, actually. Yeah, at, as a dad, I get. Um, so I just, uh, so I enjoyed that quite a bit, too. Um, so anyway, um, so... Glow was should have this the well, third season of Glow should have been qualified yeah. uh, for this year's. Um, it it's not my favorite season of the show. Um, it's it's definitely it not a, my favorite. A downturn. It's definitely not my favorite season. But I still think it, it was it would be more deserving of a nod than Kaminsky Method. Um, but um. It did get some nominations. Oh, I got one nomination. Uh, Bay Gilpin got oh. nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, and she... Um, I for, I don't know who did it. Someone... She did a really good answer. Someone asked her what it felt like to be nominated. And it was a really good thing about... Um, I'm gonna find it. Um, good. um, something she said. Um, the the word the um nomination reaction. Mm. Uh, I'll read it and then we can get onto this. Um, go through this episode upload real quick. I guess. <laughs> um, we almost should just um. Uh, I want you to just go, just um, just make this the Jason, and we really should just make this the Jason and Jared hour, and then we just do go you, to this episode next week. We could do that, um, because that would actually be kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, but, I guess we could, we have talked for over an hour already, um, and we still have haven't we, gotten to the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe we better. Um, yeah, because maybe we better wrap this up. It's a Saturday. You've got things to do. I well, have things to do. So, okay. But let me, let me read this Bay Gilpin. Yeah. To the Television Academy, how dare you? I really can't stress enough how much of a threat this nomination is to my current quarantine brand of pasta and sad. And the time before being born with a healthy, productive, emotional wall missing meant that I got to channel that into pretend time in exchange for health insurance and claps. Until today, apparently here in the apocalypse, these skills were about as meaningful as a worm's hymn in a canyon. I like to think the casting crew and the academy and seasonal depression and honestly Nathan Lane. 
And before this nomination, Phoenix is me out of mediocrity, and I explode into ribbons of just real quick. Or, uh, and before I explode into ribbons just real quick, the cops who killed Brianna Taylor still have not been arrested. Wow. Nice. That's, that's a yeah. good statement. That's queen right there. Just. I mean, it's, it's also not surprising, though. Did you listen to her interview with Marin? Yeah, um, it was um, it was bizarre, but it was um, also I, I. It's just like there's a woman who just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, and all, just um, is wanting to do her thing. Yeah, I um, I thoroughly um, there were parts of the episode. I, I thought the whole interview was bizarre, and Marin acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it made sense to me. Um if it were me on the other end of the mic, I would have just thought I would have been kind of pissed. Really? Um, I thought it was a great, I I thought it was a great conversation. Well, I felt like they were talking in some secret code that I could not possibly understand. And I think they were sure. Um, Yeah. Because they have such a, yeah. Um, We watched, I mean, to, to my point, um, we were watching a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, the Mister Rogers, Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, how's that movie? Um, which is not really about Mister Rogers. It was good. Um, it was about the really guy about who Rogers. was interviewing um, or about, who's writing about Mister Rogers, right? Yeah. And there are these points where, like, uh, the the reporter played by um, I'm going to mispronounce his last name but matthew rise or rees um Mm -hmm. he um would ask he's very cynical and he would ask these questions of of mr rogers tom hanks um and he would deflect or just or of course not give him the answer they wanted which is perfectly fine he didn't understand that mr rogers is not a perfect person. He's got flaws, but and he, but he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, like, but there's these points where he's just like, like he would ask him a question, and Tom Hanks would immediately go into his briefcase, bring out the Daniel striped tiger puppet, <laughs> and be like. Have you met my friend Daniel Strapped Tiger? <laughs> <laughs> and I would just be like, if I were him, I would be pissed too. Uh-huh. Like, and it's just funny. He's like this, like he's supposed to do like this quick blurb. This is a twenty-minute-hour conversation mm-hmm. that somehow gets drawn out over like a week. Um. And mainly because Rogers just keeps deflecting. <laughs> um, and I, and like Chris, like, why are you so mad? Michael? Because I know this guy. <laughs> I know this feeling. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be the answer that I want to hear. I just want an answer. I don't want you to take out your puppet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, I get that. <laughs> Um, but the movie's good. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, Bring a Hanky. Um, 
just because it's Mr. Rogers, man. Like, gotcha. He's you forget, and the funny thing is, you, you do forget you're watching Tom Hanks. You, mm. you do think that you're watching Mr. Fred Rogers. Oh, that's like, interesting. He kind of disappears into the role. Yeah, it, it's a little. It's a little disconcerting at first. Um, like it's like, oh, it's it's Tom Hanks in a cardigan, mm-hmm. um, and then like you just as you watch more, he just slowly slips away into the role of Fred, and I just, yeah, it was really, it was really lovely. That sounds good. Yeah, um, I check it out um, if you have the time and the inclination to do so. Yeah, I've been watching, I have been watching a lot more movies recently, and these kind of like Friday night or or sometimes they're Saturday night movie things that I've been doing um, have been uh, uh, like a really good mix of watching something that either was A, new to me, um, or also going down the classic route. Like last week I I watched um, Barefoot in the Park. Oh, that's so good. It's one of my favorites. I mean, first of all, Jane Fonda and Robert Redford were never more beautiful. You know, right? They were just two <clears throat> beautiful, beautiful people being hilarious together. And you know, it's a, it's a it's a Neil Simon play slash script. Um, but just you know, and some of it, you, you, you got to cringe a little bit. It's it's just when you you know when you go back and, and uh, last night. Uh, before Palm Springs watched um, His Girl Friday. Um, oh, good one. Yeah, and you know another one of my favorites. And so you go back, you know, you just have to know as you get into these things, you just got to ignore the fact that they're just socially, it's going to be questionable. It's, you know, it's just, it's the time it was. It was the 50s, it was the 60s. There's, there's just going to be some things where you're like, well, these people weren't woke. But you can't let that, you know, taint the pleasure of just these amazing people, you know, actors like we will never see again, really. Um, mm-hmm. And just so, so funny. Um, speaking of Neil Simon, one of the shows that Chris and I watched was the Fosse Verdon uh, show with... Mm. Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams. Yeah, I still need to see that. And just the thing I found just most thing I found most unbelievable, but probably true is that um, there's an episode where um, I think Fosse's working on. Well, he he ends up getting laid. Um, <laughs> Fosse does. But I think he was editing Cabaret or Lenny at the time. Mm. And he wanted to show like a girl um like the process. So he calls of all people like he calls Patty Chayefsky <laughs> <laughs> to babysit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and like Chris and just because I hold like he's one of those screenwriters I just love because like he did uh, like network and yeah um like all these stuff I'm like I just can't imagine someone like Patty Chayefsky 
it's someone like Bob Fosse calling up Patty um, to watch the kids. To watch the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and there's even moments like that with like Neil Simon, like as him and Neil Simon are and uh, and uh, Gwen are like all they're like they hang out. They like go like to Cape Cod and stuff like. Oh, cool. Like Patty Trasky, Neil Simon, and Gwen Verdon, and Wow, Bob Fosse, and like, like, just through these parts where like just human moments, like Neil Simon, I'm like, shouldn't you be writing like California, uh, like California Sweet or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, Towners or Sunshine um, Boys, yeah, yeah, sh- sh- isn't there like um. Yeah, isn't there something that you should be writing instead? And I just it um, it blows me away that people who I hold in such high esteem, um, just hanging out doing everyday stuff. Yeah, just hang out, just do normal human stuff. Like, yeah, how did you find the time to do the human stuff? I guess is how did you find time to be a person like, <laughs> when you aren't like. Writing the words, uh, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. <laughs> or yeah. um, uh, it took me uh, it took me a week to figure out that "fu" means Felix Unger. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, um, but and yeah, ultimately classic, that classic stuff, yeah. And ultimately, that's like kind of what drove. Fosse to to kind of like have a few breakdowns like mental and physical mm-hmm. like that's like like half of like all that jazz is about like he was adding what he was adding Lenny while he was playing on the stage version of Chicago yeah um and uh, it and Roy Scheider is so good in that by the way Oh my god. Um that was yeah, that was my criterion pickup, I think, last year, two years ago. It's so good. Um Jessica Lang like as the angel of death. Yeah. Um it's so bizarre too. I just can't believe how well it works. Mm-hmm. Um and the even funny thing about that too is um the person who plays um his I think uh Shinayu's wife or girlfriend um is um is his was his mistress in real life him and Verdon never formally got divorced they had like an agreement oh um and i her name escapes me but she lives in scottsdale huh and i can <laughs> and i can actually hear like um lauren knight from almo just screaming her name in my ear right now if she were <laughs> listening to this <laughs> Because <laughs> she's been to Alma a couple times to do like all that jazz and Annie. Um, oh. she's in those movies. Um, Anne Rinking, that's her name, Anne Rinking. Um, and she's in the uh, uh, someone who plays her too is just in the in the show. And like, but Anne Rinking's in this movie, like playing the person who she plays in real life, and it's just bizarre and yeah. cool and. Um, very meta uh, a little bit too. Anyway, I think yeah. Do you even want to talk about episode eight right now? <laughs> you know, it, it seems like 
let's let's hold off on it until next week. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, call it the that's called the Jared and Jason morale hour. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> it was basically just catching up and talking talking mm-hmm. pop culture, which we're wont yeah. to do. I mean, if we start talking about the episode now, it'll be two plus hours for this show. So yeah, that's that's fine. We'll 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 uh, we'll we'll talk about it next week and and yeah, and get that it'll up be there. good because then uh, it'll be good for a number of reasons. But uh, it's always nice catching up, especially after, um, as I said earlier, it's been just a really shitty week, uh, and like I know everything's gonna be fine, but just I don't. Know, like the night we were supposed to record, I ended up having a panic attack. Oh, they had one yeah. of those in months. And just because, like, no one, it, it's just co- completely obvious that like, they, um, people in Washington think that we're using the CARES Act to um, not look for work. And I beg to differ, man. Like, well, that's total I'm bullshit. Thinking, it's total yeah. bullshit. I think people would rather be working at this point uh, than staying at home due to a pandemic. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind, like, whoever you, like, and we live in Arizona where, like, it's the worst. Like, you have to jump through so many hoops to get an livable unemployment wage. Um, this is my soapbox. This is, um, unemployment corner <laughs> um and just the fact that like both both last week and this week uh mcconnell cut things short in the senate early didn't negotiate and they just and everyone rather blame each other than work on a solution it doesn't matter like what side you're on it's the fact that no one they neither doesn't matter what side. No one gives a shit about people. They're just caring about themselves, and it bothers me. Um, and something just needs to change. Right. Well, and we have this opportunity yeah. coming up here in a few months where, yeah, if you're dissatisfied with what's going on, you need to make sure your vote reflects that. Yeah, vote vote with your heart if you're dissat. You know, and if you're dissatisfied with the way things are now, uh, vote for someone who will make it better. Don't complain that it's the person, it's not the person you wanted. Just vote for someone who can change the way things are now. Cause shit's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, it's anyway, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I, it bothers me that people are still harping, harping on the fact that they're one person didn't win or, something i'm like no i mean but, at this point it's you know i saw a tweet from nico case the other day um mm-hmm. that kind of hits the nail on the head right it's like mm-hmm. you know is the system broken yes it uh you know am i gonna, gonna vote anyway yes um mm-hmm. do i wish it was somebody other than joe biden fuck yeah of course i wish it was somebody oh, yeah. other than joe biden Mm-hmm. But am I going to vote for him anyway? Because anything at this point is better than Trump. Yes, mm-hmm. you know it's a shit position to be in, but you know we got to do what we got to do. And I think Joe Biden, um, 
as sometimes as he loopy as he gets sometimes he knows what position he's in he yeah. knows that um he knows that people aren't exactly enthused to be voting for him. him. Yeah. Yeah. He's no idiot. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes he is, but <laughs> I don't know. I just hope he has a really good running mate because, uh, yeah. And it bothers me that people are doing, are just ripping his, any name that they hear apart. Um, doesn't matter who it is. They're just, they find something on somebody and they earth them apart as if they're not a human being. Yeah. Um, that bothers me a lot too. I just wish like, what, like, does this immediately disqualify him to be president or would you just rather go back to the way things are for four more years? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause it's shit's bad. It is. So. I mean, it's the worst it's ever been in my lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's a cheery note to go out on. <laughs> well, um, I mean, uh, yeah, I get. Let's let's go on something good. Uh, let's rally um, once more. I don't know. Yeah, what do you what do you want to go out on? Uh, let's go on uh, on uh, if you are interested in listening to something else local from Phoenix. Oh yeah, talk about your yeah. yeah. Yeah, I put together. Um, well, I put together an article uh, for New Times, but in my research, I put together every local podcast that I could find that was hosted by a um, black indigenous person of color, um, and both ones are currently running and ones that run in the past. Uh, I listened to quite a few of them actually. Um, they're all really good, uh, really well produced. Um, and, um, I recommend that if you're looking for something different, um, and want to support people in your community, uh, give one a listen. Um, they're just, it's, but yeah, it's, so where can people go to find the list? Um, it's on the new times website. Um, there's a link to the spreadsheet I put together as well. Cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, just do it because, and if anything, just do it because you like to listen to something good. Um, right I mean, on. Because, I mean, uh, there's Anwar Newton's on there. Uh, his thrill to be here podcast is hilarious. Uh, Mega Ran has two podcasts. Um, oh, really? One, yeah, he's got Matt Mania, which he doesn't really host so much anymore, but um, T. Call and. Um, bunch of other dudes um do uh talk about matt mania for wrestling if you're a wrestling fan um if you um kind of really is mega ran has his random encounters um or he does that uh and then um he talks to like guys from wwe um brings in like his teaching stuff into that uh, a little bit too um there's um few movie podcasts if you're really into pop culture um people who um the last gaze is one where they they even have like one where they get geeky about film they have a um a segment where they get geeky about film scores which is kind of like my thing so i was (laughs) nice um 
yeah, so I mean, stuff that if I thought, like, really, like, I, if I had thought about doing like the film score hour as a podcast, I would, I, I'm a little upset that these guys beat me to it, but I'm glad that they did. <laughs> <laughs> like, just happy it's out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to be um, honest, man, you know, we, we, <laughs> We have a hard enough time finding the time to do this podcast. Right, right. So, I mean, it's just, um, yeah, it's um, lots of really good local stuff out there. And um, uh, there's another one, uh, I think, uh, the f- um, just, uh, and the one I could relate to was uh, the Fat Guy uh, radio show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, he's like, skinny people stop reminding us we know that we're fat <laughs> like it's just <laughs> like, we're okay with it like it's uh, it's just really good sharp stuff um that is just good no matter what um so it's for everyone so nice cool uh anyway all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about uh, episode eight of of uh, upload next week. Uh, yeah. But beyond, you know, this this has been the uh, Jason and Jared shoot the shit hour. Uh, we went yeah. we went down one tangent and just kept on going. So yeah, that's that's Start what you got for this week. <laughs> yep. Um, hope you enjoy. Uh, let us know if you did. Um, we'll take your silence as. Uh, that you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if if uh, if if for some reason we have managed to introduce you to any of the things that we've talked about, we would love to hear it. Um, if you've yeah. ever heard Katie lied, uh, you know, I honestly those first two tracks uh, on there, um, you know, uh, bad sneakers um, and okay. uh, uh, back to school. Um, yep. A, that was the song that got me into Steely Dan, actually. Like I, that's the one that won me over. Was back to school? Yeah, uh, my old school. My um, old school. Sorry, that's what. Yeah, I was, that's what I meant. Oh, Black Friday is the first one, and that's a good song too. Yeah. Um, my old school, just the the again, like the the lyrical turn of phrases, like California tumbles into the sea. That'll be the day I go back to Andale. <laughs> Um, um, oh yeah. And that's, and now, so, and my old school, excuse me, Dan fans, uh, was on countdown to ecstasy. Uh, is that the one? Oh, yeah. Damn. Well, which also has Bodhisattva, um, oh, which is so just a, a great fucking, yeah. Yeah. It's, they're, they're good. Check out Steely, yeah. check out Steely Dan. There's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you these kids are going to, I have a feeling like these kids are going to go somewhere. Um, well, one I'm, of them really can't anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the good place. Uh, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, got, you've got a list of podcasts. You've got a list of movies to watch, uh, TV shows. Uh, you get your any nominations. Uh, there's plenty yeah yeah oh and bef- so uh, just to give ourselves homework we should check out that that good place uh, presents the the selection because um, 
because that's that's something you know as as a as the preeminent good place podcast uh we really dropped the ball on not having watched the digital shorts um so so let's the worst let's let's make sure to check that out and we'll we'll talk and see if that's worthy of a of its own episode Um, we're the worst man (laughs) or are we the best (laughs) we're we're the best at being the worst All right, if, team, if there was a podcasting duo that deserved to be on Team Cockroach, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, it wait, probably... that that uh, that reference really tied the podcast together. Well done. It's yeah. like the dude's rug. Um, <laughs> and so, myself on the back. There you go. Um, well, till next you, time. Um, you pour yourself a nice cold glass of lonely girl margarita mixture. <laughs> I, I might add some alcohol to it. I'm not just going to drink the mix. <laughs> that would just be sad. Um, anyway, yeah. So until next time, Fork Buddies, mask the fuck up and yep. stay safe and, yep. uh, and uh, be cool, chili babies. Be cool. I'm going to watch some baseball before it's gone. Take it sleazy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have fun with that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Later. This has been a Hoonwaddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.